0: I love how transparent I get to be with this. You know, I love how uh, authentic it is. I know that reflects in the low quality of the recording. You know, the fact that it's done from a noisy car or a windy walk. But uh, it's a lot of freedom. And it's profoundly positive on my mental health, which mental health is what I want to talk to you today. I don't know if anybody else is, uh, uh, Chris Cornell's daughter is making some content around mental health. That's just fucking phenomenal. You know, you know, she's talking to some, uh, you know, other musicians and just, and people in general, just about some really powerful topics and I figured I would just throw some thoughts out there. I love how uh, normalized the concept of a mental health day has become, you know, uh, I worked for a big corporation and they were super good about it, you know, very encouraging uh, lots of internal resources. You know, nothing was forced upon anybody, so usage was probably pretty low. But they were there. Some great resources were there. Um, you know, even the ability, you know, an attempt at least to, to get access to therapy. Um, the, the times I tried to use it, uh... It wasn't the simplest process, but again, you know, it's not, it's like not even a, you can have never predicted a world like this just a short time ago, like 10 or 20 years ago, a mental health day, like Jesus, 30 or 40 years ago, Are you fucking kidding me? Like that was at the time that people were still, there were still frontline battles just to make PTO a thing. You know? So I love how normalized it's getting. And... Just... It's funny how, like... I hope I don't lose my train of thought here. Because I really like this thought. But there's... It's always super easy to convince people that outside forces are trying to divide people. And that's why... You know they're not being tolerant, or that's why there's this perceived conflict, you know. Um, and maybe that's just the natural state of things, but like, there's no hidden efforts, uh, <laughs> like, to do that. There's just not, you know, it's just kind of the way things naturally fall into. So, but my point is, I knew this is where I was gonna get into the weeds. Bring it back, Brandon. All right. The uh, the natural state of a person's mind, and I don't know if this is natural or not, but it really does seem like it, is that there's no single identity. This is, at least, is not my experience. You know, when I navigate the world, I'm two halves of a whole, kind of ping-ponging ideas, off of each other, yes, no, left, right, fast, slow, you know, here, there, like, like the, you know, just the representation of the decision that always has to be made in the moment, you know, everything is always just like a, a positive or a negative charge in the moment, you know, over the course of time we start to understand bigger picture consequences, but You know, everything comes down to that moment, I think the mind kind of defaults into this, you know, where we have this internal opposition that we're always kind of in discussion with, and as with any relationship, (laughs) you know, if the two parties get too at odds with one another, things go south, and I just, I think that's one way, that's the way I look at mental health, at least, you know, it's one of the ways I... You know, perceive it personally is that, like, I gotta be on good terms with the voices in my head, you know? Like, that discussion can't be any more aggressive than I would tolerate that from somebody I loved, you know? There's one principle I've been trying to apply to everything in my life treat every person in every situation like you would if you knew them and loved them already. So, when we become our own enemy, you know, this happens a lot. You know, like, suicide is really uncomfortably common, especially in America. I know it's the, I know every place has its own level of difficulty with it, and I'm not aware of any place that's immune to it, but yeah like that so many people lose that war and even the people who aren't like there's a like the entire concept of suicidal can be separated from the act of suicide like just where you're so at war with yourself that the discussion is on the table of whether or not to shut it off You know, whether or not the act is actively being contemplated. Just the fact that that's, you know, things have gotten so bad that the option has to be acknowledged. You know, like it's actively on the table. Even if a strategy in a moment hasn't been thought out yet. Like, you know, it's, it's just scary how close so many people are to that you know one thing I was thinking about earlier is that the people who always struggle with a little bit of mental health issues are kind of way better equipped than people who haven't like people who have lived really easy lives and really good lives like that's great You know, but if and when something happens that really smashes into that hard, um, like they just, like what tools would that person have? You know, what muscles would be developed for that person to dispute that, you know, to, to, to carry themselves through it, you know? And some people don't have good support structures. It breaks my heart when I know people that just, you know, for whatever reason, don't have like great options to reach out to in times of crisis. Yeah, it's scary. We got to do better. Uh, if you haven't checked out, um, and I don't have her name in front of me, uh, but it's something Cornell. She's got a pretty name. Um yeah, Chris Cornell's daughters doing some good work and and I encourage everybody to just kind of engage with that reality a little bit, you know? Build some empathy around that. Like if you just happen to be on good terms with yourself, look at the reasons that made that possible, you know? Look at the look for the places that you struggle with that. Look for the places where, uh, you know, your mind does attack you and think through what that would be like if it was attacking you in other ways, like how you looked or how successful you were or how valuable of a partner or friend that you are, like just anything, like just try to put it into some areas that you see other people struggling with that you don't. Um. You know, a lot of good happens when we care a lot about the things that don't directly affect us. So, if you're someone who is in a healthy mental state, um, or even has cultivated, you know, kind of a examined life, you know, really solid mental health framework, you know, please share as much as you can about that. You know, I'm going to try and share more about that in future Recordings, But, you know, because there are some places that I've really developed a, uh, a you know, a healthy uh, ego, a healthy confidence. You know, Lee Haney was this champion bodybuilder back in the 80s and early 90s. Uh, and I remember him saying, there's nothing wrong with a healthy ego. You know. When people talk about the problems of the ego, it's not that it exists. The ego in and of itself is not a bad thing. A healthy ego, like a, like a properly balanced, you know, ego is a good, good thing, you know. And so, uh, building confidence and building self-worth, like nothing puts somebody in act, like in motion to better themselves faster than that, you know whether it comes from the inside or out, regardless. If, somebody's, if somebody gets a taste of that, what it feels like to really improve yourself, uh, you know, a lot of times they're hungry for more, and that puts in motion a process that has some pretty amazing results, you know? Because anybody who's a lifelong learner and is mentally engaged in the process of trying to be better uh, consistently, you know, those are, those are good people. You know, those are people that are, are, uh, have a positive impact. So anyway, I know I'm rambling a little bit, but you know, really, uh, like I said, I'll try to talk about some of my successes and some of my failures with my own mental health, but, um, there's a lot of really good, uh, compassionate, heartfelt content being created um so uh miss cornell you know thank you for what you're doing everybody out out there fighting the good fight thank you for what you're doing you know people were there for me when i needed it i'll try to be there for anybody if they need it so but it's one of those things that please reach out you know you don't have to do it alone and there, there's people who are just out there like who have put themselves out there to just be there for someone because they know how it feels so uh you know if you're someone who's struggling please reach out all right i love you